Thank you for tuning in to the Realities Podcast. Realities Podcast is a blog-term podcast about the realities of life, what's trending, being a mom and a wife, family, career, and everything in between. I hope you enjoy this next episode, but please make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Realities, and that is R-A-I-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. Let us know what you think about this next episode. Enjoy. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy people. All right. So what we typically do, G and I, is share that we are live with our friends. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. We always do that so people can join us. But for those that have joined so far, welcome, welcome. How to do share with you guys what we're up to on this fine Friday evening. Invite people to come check this out. If you're already on here and you get it again, I mean, just, you know, just ignore me. That that just means that you got two friends that are podcasters. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Plug my phone back up because every podcast my phone goes dead. <laughs> every podcast, I'm good thing I'm watching. Yeah, I'm on my tablet, but it always my phone always goes dead. Never. But all right, happy Friday. We are back. Uh, long week. It's always a long week for us. Y'all already know how we roll. It's always dramatic for us. Very we nice. have a guest, which is something we never do on live. We typically never. Um, but we have our good old BSU friend, Jaris, joining us. Hi, Jaris. Yeah. What's up? What's up? We, hey, how are you guys uh, doing today? We're, we're do- here. Doing. <laughs> we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely oh, yes. been a week for sure. So this week... Um, the world lost uh, a great dancer, a great um, a father, a son, uncle, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it just prompted that conversation of, of the strong friend. Um, and so I saw something that Jarris did on live and I said, oh, as I was thinking, hey, that's what me and G going to do this week. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world. I'm like, oh. Exactly what Jarris said, exactly from a male's point of perspective, because we're always talking about we want the male perspective, because it's always G and I, and so I guess that's just kind of not fair most times, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But that is what we want to talk about. We want to talk about um, that strong friend. We want to talk about what it is to reach out to your friends, um, keep in contact with friends and family, uh, and just, you know, if we know something's going on, what we need to, how to, how to help whenever we can. So that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. But to start off, I'll ha- I do want Jairus to introduce himself um, and give whatever information he wants to share with, with the world. Um, so I'll tag your it, Jairus. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. Now it's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be a part of your podcast and your live today. Um, so I'm Jarris Folding. I'm a father of three amazing boys and married to my beautiful wife, Megan. Um, I was born and raised in Prince George's County. Me and Rashawn know each other uh-huh. We're from like middle school. And then we bumped into each other at Bowie State, which is dope. But um, right now I'm like, I'm just in a place where I really want people to like work on themselves. I've been doing a lot of work on myself and I'm at a position where I just feel like I'm a beacon of life, love, and help for people. And um, if I can have a conversation with people to help them feel better about themselves, I'll do it. If it's putting a smile on somebody's face or being silly, I'll do it. Um, If it's helping somebody do something that they never thought they could do, I'll do it. Like, that's where I feel like I'm at. Just God use me in whatever way you need me to, to be used to help people realize that their current situation isn't their final destination and they can overcome any adversity if they're willing to put the energy in their mind to it. So, yeah, that's what I'm about right now. Amazing. So I'll start off with where well, you want to go, G? No, go ahead. I want to see where so you're going. So I'll start off with. Hmm? I said I want to see where you 
Go on, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask just what were your thoughts, the two of you as well as those that are watching and listening, what were your thoughts when you heard about the sudden passing of, and I know, you know, it's not just, just you know, Twitter. It was, it was other people. You know, it's been other people, but I think this one kind of hit different for the majority of us because we kind of watched his, his growth. We've yeah. seen him on various dance mm -hmm. shows. We've seen him and watched him on Ellen. Uh, so what has, what was your thoughts or how did you both feel about that? And others can chime in. Y'all can chime in. Hey, that y'all can chime in on within the chat. Um, hey, Greg, Greg, Greg said he was shocked. So what were y'all thoughts? I'm, I'm, I was, I was the same way. I think I got mine. I think somebody texted me um, the picture and I was like, Mm, nah, not this ain't right because every time you saw him, and of course we don't we don't know him personally, so we definitely don't know what was in you know what was inside his head and what he what he was going through. But it was kind of like every time you saw him, and, it, and everybody who who knew him was like, oh, he he lifted us up, and he was such a great guy, and he, you know all of these wonderful they gave him so many wonderful accolades. So it's kind of like how. What is it that he's able to do so many positive, give so much positive energy towards someone else, but can't um, uh, have that within himself? Like it was kind of like, damn, what, what, what is, what is? How do you have enough energy to give it to somebody else, but you don't have it enough for yourself? Especially when you have, you know, your three babies, and then your wife, and and I'm I'm, I'm a wife, and I'd have been like. I mean, the kids are to me. The kids are 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 your your priority first and foremost. So that would have been my 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 first thought process. Like, what's going to happen to my babies if I do this? So it's kind of like it was it was a really it was a, it was a real big shock. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, I was a part. Of, I'm in my group chat with some friends, and one of my friends put it in the chat. And that's what prompted me to make the video because as soon as I saw it, I was just like, I have to say, I have to just let people know, like, you got to reach out. Um, very similar to to you, it's I would see his dancing on TikTok and I would see the smile on his face and him interacting with his his wife and, and dancing together. And literally, like, I, I have I'm in I'm in a interracial marriage, so I can literally see a reflection of Twitch in his family in my family, and. Like, I was just, like, devastated. I'm like, man, he, from the outside right. looking in, like, right. he has, like, the quote-unquote perfect life. Like, he has millions of followers. He is on a successful, well, was on a successful TV show. He was on So You Think I Can Dance. So he has this huge following. He's always smiling. Like, he just seemed like every room he walked mm -hmm. in, he filled it. But with him doing that, maybe he wasn't filling himself, you know? Like, and again, we don't know exactly what he was going on to, going on with, but, like, just me being a dad and like trying to like make an, a positive impact in the world mm -hmm. there's so much weight that we put on our shoulders from being a provider to um being a protector to being a teacher to raising your kids the right way like all of these things that we put on ourselves that weigh us down like from the outside looking in like people like oh yeah your life is great but like no there's all these worries and anxieties and things that are going on in our minds but we never vocalize it it just sits there. Um, so I know one thing I try to do, I reach out to my friends. I have a core group of people that I can talk to and say, yo, this is how I'm feeling. And I check in with my emotions. I'm like, why am I feeling like this at this moment? And once I like get down to the nitty gritty of it all, I'm like, okay, it's because of this. Okay, I need to check that. Or let me stop doing this because it's not serving me. Or I can't hang out with them because they're not serving me. It's like really just checking in with yourself all the time. But for him, it was like, wow. Like, yeah. I never would have thought, but again, we're just a fan looking at into right. somebody's life that we think so um that oh you can never do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, no, go ahead. You so Dap says I've struggled with depression for years. When people find out, they always say similar things. Rita says people that smile the most are often the people that are also struggling the most. They take on some so so many emotions so many people's emotions that you can't handle your own. Dap also says it's hard to carry it all. And 
And I can't read the last one. The pressure to maintain that. Okay. So I, I can, I can see that. I can, I can, I can agree with that. It's because I, I do know, I'm, I don't struggle with depression, but of course, you know, with the way reality is, the way life is, your brain does a lot of things. And I got three kids. I teach, so it's always a, oh, am I doing the right thing for my kids? Am I doing the right thing for for my 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 students in the classroom? And it's kind of your head is always like, oh my gosh, I hope the because I got I have my oldest is a boy. Oh my goodness making sure that he's always doing what he's supposed to do and, and praying to God that he comes home, my husband comes home, my brother, you know, all of these, all of these things happening. It's all of that coming. It's all in your head. So I can see how it can happen, but I guess um, not necessarily being naive about it, but I guess looking from it, it's, it's kind of like from my standpoint, I, I I find other things to push that out of my out of that negativity um out of my thought process so it doesn't completely consume me. And I it, it's 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 hard to um I guess it's hard to understand that other people can't necessarily do the same thing. It takes it's it's too much for them to be able to do the same yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um K Dizzle DC says, there's only pressure when you feel you don't have a release. It's important to have someone you can pour out to. And Rita Benita says, for a mm -hmm. person that struggles with depression on and off, it's so hard to reach out to ask for help. And that goes to one of my questions. It's like, um, how hard is it? Or why do you think people aren't open to reaching out or sharing what they're going through or just being vulnerable right with sharing their emotions is yeah. it do y'all think that it's who they have available that they don't you know like if it's your mom and you're like i don't want to talk to my mom about what i'm going through because she's going to have that mom you know thought she's going to give me the response of my mom and i don't want that I don't want my mom that. right uh, or if it's like you know you can't talk to mm -hmm. your spouse because what if it's something that's about or related to your spouse that's causing those stressors or anxiety or what have mm -hmm. you. Um, but in y'all opinion, what do you think are some reasons why, especially, and I would say definitely men, I would definitely go to Jairus with the first part of that question, like why aren't men okay with being vulnerable? So I can give you my perspective, and I'm 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 a different dude altogether. Like I'm not afraid to let people see my emotions. Like, like to the point where I went to go see the new Avatar movie today, and I was in that thing crying like a little baby because there were so there were so many things in that movie that was like touching my soul. But um, I think it's just people are just afraid to let people in. Like men don't like. I think there's a couple things men don't want to come across as. They don't want to come across as weak. Um, they don't want to. Come come across as like feminine because they feel like, oh, if you cry or if you talk about your emotions, if you talk about what's going on in your life, it's like chatty or whatever. For me, it's like, no, nah, that's a release. Um, I'm a part of a community. I don't know if you ever heard of the motivational speaker, Eric Thomas. He has a community called Breathe University and it's an accountability community where people basically talk about their goals and what they're trying to achieve every day. And on that call, like people like deal with some of the stuff that they're going through. And I, I got the opportunity to share my story one day and I'm like full blown crying, <laughs> no snot bubbles, but like full tears, like letting people know about the things that I've been able to overcome, um, the things I've been able to do in my life and like the limiting beliefs that I had myself, but I was able to talk it out in the process of me talking that out. Other men were like, you know, I struggle with the same thing. And I think it's just creating a safe space for men to really like take the book back off take the hat off like take put the ego at the door and just like be a human and just really realize like we have all these emotions it's it's not good for us to hold these things and you have to release them like don't run to the things that are going to um to like soften them like drinking or smoking or taking medication yeah. or like yeah like don't don't go to the temporary solution go and find the solution and it's it's hard work to really like 
peel back the layers of like, why don't I feel comfortable talking about stuff? Oh, probably because my dad didn't talk about it. Or that one time when I did like get emotional, my dad checked me and was just like, you're not supposed to cry. Or um, the one time you did cry and your friends ridiculed you and you're just like, I'm never going to do that again because I didn't like how that felt. And you carry those things with you forever. And then when you actually have to have that emotional moment, you don't know what to do and you end up lashing out in a negative perspective. Or unfortunately what Twitch did or some people have done that, like they just result to that because they're like, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to put this on somebody else but like we're not meant to do life alone we're meant to do it together so something that i am doing starting in 2023 is like creating a safe space for men specifically fathers to like just come and just talk and i'm working it through i'm calling it the modern day man movement or dad movement because we need to realize like in today's society as dads like we need to teach our kids it's okay to cry it's okay to to be emotional it's okay to work through these things because i don't right. want my kids to grow up the way that i did like and i had a great childhood but i want to be able to like talk about my emotions and, and it's okay son if you want to cry like let's talk about it though let's literally like why are you crying um and ha having it's called um, eq emotional intelligence like walking through emotional intelligence and realizing that it's all right why are you crying what are you feeling at this moment while you're crying what triggered you to cry at this moment and like i do this with my kids and like they can literally like pinpoint to the issue of why they're crying mm -hmm. i'm like cool but it's okay but now instead of crying let's do something else because that that tearful or reaction emotion might not be serving in that moment so um i'm just really passionate about helping especially dads because mm -hmm. we carry so much on our plates that if we don't if we don't sit there and address it the plate's gonna just gonna continue to have a bunch of food on it. And at some point you're gonna be like, I don't know what to eat. I'm just gonna throw the plate away. And that could be ruining your marriage or ruining your job or just doing something that you sh shouldn't do. Um, and th this will be the last thing I I'll, I'll mention I'll, and I'll let you guys speak too. I saw this post, this was last week, a friend sent it to me and I'm a big Disney fan. Um, there's this guy who committed suicide. Oh, yeah. and he jumped off of like a parking structure because Domino, you, you heard anything mm -hmm. like his wife, mm -hmm. him and his wife got into an argument and it wasn't nothing physical happened. It was just a like act of like just anger. And she called the police on him. And he was a school teacher, so that like got flagged, and he lost his job, and just all these things happened. But instead of him like dealing with it and talking through it, and just like yeah, I had a I had a really bad emotional reaction to a situation, he decided to just end it. And I'm like, no, you need people around you who you could talk to to walk through this stuff instead of you just saying like I'm just gonna. Like the world will be a better place out here. Like no, like we 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 got to do better. And as dads and as men, we got to come together and help each other through this stuff because you don't have to do it alone. I think it's also well. Wait, Brayshawn. I think I don't remember where you um. Oh, ended. I can't. I see. Yep. Um. I'm sorry. I had it up. Okay, so. K Dizzle DC said, check on your friends and push the point. We are too prideful sometimes. Um, Dab said, the burden you don't want to put on others is his answer to what uh, Jaris just said, or perceived burdens. Um, security and safety or fear of judgment. Uh, manifest male, aka MJ, <laughs> says, I see a counselor when needed. We need to take the stigma off of mental health. K Dizzle. <laughs> DC said 100, mm -hmm. we are afraid, afraid to be deeply honest. Um, and we're going to say facts. So. My, my thing is like, what, what are you afraid of being honest about? That's just me. Like on the other side of fear is typically the results that you want. And just, it just really depends who you're going to talk to. Like, I guess, like, I don't want this dude to like put my business out there, but it's like, that you trust it, so okay. I think I so. The way I see it, um, and just kind of like listening to you, most people, especially men, don't want to. Um, they don't really necessarily feel they might not have, or they don't necessarily feel comfortable with talking to um, someone in their family or their significant other or even their friend. So for, um, but then they also don't go and seek out um an outside entity like a counselor or something to me that would having somebody who does not have any 
knowledge of your past or they're, they're not going to cast judgment, that might be the better option for, for a lot of people because you, you, don't, you go in without that judgment. You go in a clean slate knowing that, you know, okay, they're just going to listen and they're, they're going to help. Um, I think it's. I think for women, it's easier, just a little bit, not not necessarily um, completely, but just a, it's a little bit easier because no, I don't want to talk to my mama, and yes, I will talk to my husband, but I also have my my girl up up top. If I want if I want to run something by her, I'm gonna call her. Hey, this is the situation. I've called her. I've cried to her. I've called her and been like, "This is some bullshit." Is we we are constantly having those type of conversations, and it 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 does take away from that constant negativity and that constant depression that a lot of the again, not saying women don't have it. It it does fall a lot. Um, it does fall a lot heavier, I've seen, on men because they don't do that. They don't do like things like that. They don't go to those other people. But I think going to like finding a counselor, somebody who's mm-hmm. who who doesn't know you, can be a, a way more helpful and a lot easier. Um, and it it, could, it I think it could alleviate a lot of what we as people are going through. Uh- I would say mm-hmm. to piggyback off of what, what G yeah. is saying, though, for women, I think we carry a different load. We carry a yeah. different yeah. set of rocks, yeah. you guys do. And so our rocks is the is the household, the, the kids, the jobs, all of that. Um, and our rocks are more emotional also because we hold those emotions that the guys, it's easy for y'all to just be like, okay, he said this, but he don't mean it but for us we hold on to a whole lot of stuff but i think having that friend that girlfriend that sister or whatever who understands us i think it's that like-minded and it's that like-minded individual that helps but we also got to be careful that that like-minded individual has our best um interest interest when we we do have those conversations because just because you know i have siblings and just because my sister's are like-minded doesn't mean that what they're going to, the information or the, you know, response that they're going to give me is what I really need at that time. I think that women release it, but then we don't release it. Like, Mm -hmm. we talk about it, but we never have, we don't come to a conclusion. As you explained earlier, it's like, think about, like, Mm -hmm. with, with the kids. You talk about it, let's figure out why, let's figure out who, when, what, why, how did you get to this place, but how do we get out of that place? Right. Um, I realized, like, as I get, yeah. as I'm getting older, that's the, that's my process. It's like, okay, let's shut it down for a second. <laughs> Whatever my shutdown method is, let's shut yeah. it down. Let's figure it out. Let's go in the corner or something. Let's, you know. And I realized, like, sometimes it's like I gotta get in my car and I just gotta go. But I let somebody know, like, I'm in the car, I'm by myself, mm-hmm. but I'm good. But I just need to, I just need this moment for myself because it's something that has triggered, and I just need to process it my way. Um, and I think when you have friends mm-hmm. or family that's like that, let them process it. Give them that space, because sometimes some people need the space. They don't need you to hover over them and constantly, what's wrong? How are you feeling? What are you doing? They don't need that. Allow them to process it, but also still kind of be there, if that makes sense. Like, still still check in. Don't yeah. don't release them completely, because yeah. it could be that day. That, that's just the, the, the turning point for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, my two cents. So Rita says depression doesn't make you think rational. So everything you're saying is true, but depression isn't rational. M- uh, manifest MJ. Yes, Rita. I have an ex coworker going through some serious depression and none of his move none of and none of his moves has been rational. Depression is more de- debilitating than we understand. Uh that says that's correct Rita MJ none oh she was correcting I I read it I read it the right way MJ no worries Um, and I think that's the last one (laughs) yeah I have a friend um, he 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 struggles with mental health 
And he like was very upfront with me about it. And I would always tell him, like every time we would talk, I was like, bro, I'm always here for you. Like, I'm always here for you. If you need to talk, I'm always here for you. And there was one time where he, he was like having a situation and he called me and I just let him talk, you know, just let him talk. I didn't try to like say the right thing. Um, I didn't try to like do anything to like make him feel better. It was just like, bro, just, just talk. Like, get, just get it off your chest. Because I think men sometimes they don't want to get things off their chest. Like, they just want to hold it in. It's like, no, nah, like, I don't know what it is about just talking and releasing it. Like, it just feels, you just feel like, like you could take the backpack off. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I do feel lighter now. Um, but it's just letting people know, like, yo, I'm here. Like, no cap. I'm not lying. I'm not just saying it just to, like, hold face. Like, I'm literally here for you. And um, and it's not a burden because it's, it's not my burden to bear. You know what I mean? I just want I just want you to be in a good space, and if I if you can talk to me and release it, you're not putting it on me. You're just talking to me, and hey, that's gonna make you feel better. So let's like let's take that approach than any other approach that you think. So you what are to. some I'll say I'll say coping mechanisms to get you through situations that you may you know those mental health situations. Let's I mean be honest, we all everyone has mental health concerns. Mm -hmm may not be complete issues, but mm -hmm. what are some some coping mechanisms that help you through um, those times? And like I said, for me, it, for me, I, I am, it depends for me. It depends on who it is. It depends on what it is. Mm -hmm. But I am, I'm a, I love to write. I'm not a writer that's about to, you know, have a whole book out, but I probably could with the stuff that I have written down. <laughs> But for me, and I, I really feel like, like if, if someone reads it, they I, I heard a lot of feelings out in the streets. But I, that's my release. <laughs> like writing it helps to just, it's like mm -hmm. okay, bam, that that helped me. But I have to get into that yeah. headspace to sit down and be able to reflect what my my feelings are, my emotions are, to be able to put it on paper, and then I just leave it as that. Um, my mom for Christmas a couple years ago gifted us with what she calls a God box. And for whatever reason, that year she chose specific people for specific reasons. Um, and my mom is one that I don't have to tell her. She just has that feeling. She knows her children. She's that connected to us that she can sense. Like something's going on. I don't really know what it is, but it's something. And so she presented a few of us and it wasn't all it wasn't all my siblings it was random it was cousins it was aunts it was great you know third generation cousins um with this box and inside this box was a, a letter specifically to that person and for mine it was when you're I know you love to write when you're going through something when it's something that you're trying to figure out which way to go what to do how do I deal with this you write it down you fold it up you put it in that box Put the box somewhere where you're not going to see it day to day and it's out of sight, out of mind, and just leave it to God. And, and that's it. And so I, it took me some time. I will be honest. I, I, she probably gave me that in like, like 2017 or something. And I, probably, I didn't use it until probably mm -hmm. this year um, or last year. But I realized that that does help. It does settle yeah. me. And it's like, if I put it in there, it's like I put it in there with the thought and the thought and the heart to leave it where it is. Um, but also, like I said, it's just, I have to disconnect. I find that I am an energizer bunny and I take on a whole lot of, sh mm -hmm. and I take on everybody else, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so I have learned my triggers. I've learned my emotions and feelings and know like, oh, this is burning me up and I'm, I'm about to tap out. So let me go run away real yeah. quick because I always talk about running away and that I will be back. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I think we do need to figure out what what works for you because mm -hmm. every what works for me doesn't work for y'all. Y'all may mm -hmm. not like the right. Maybe just talking through yeah. a podcast is like, oh, this makes me feel amazing. But what are your what are some things that mm -hmm. help you all? Uh, for me, uh, and, and just to let you guys know, a crane who just entered, he's actually a licensed therapist, and he's given away 
six free um, license uh, therapy sessions for somebody. So if awesome. people are looking to talk to a therapist, like cranes, cranes, man. So I just wanted to shout him out. Um, for me, like whenever, so the, the biggest thing for me is realizing that I had to, I had some mental health stuff, but I didn't, I never really like put anything on it. But the insurrection really like pulled everything out of me. I was just like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? Um, I ended up talking to a therapist because initially, and this is just who I am, my initial thought was, I just need to go to my happy place, which is Walt Disney World, just get swept, swept in, like, just not, not having to focus on the world and just go get on rides and walk around the park and, like, do that. But I was like, I'm running from my problem. So um, she just basically was like, yeah, maybe you do need to do a trip. But I, I stayed local because it was during COVID. But, like, playing golf is one for me. Uh, working out is another um, really good way for me to like cope with stuff because just really releasing those endorphins and just throwing weight around to get those frustrations out truly helped. Um, I took up running recently over the past couple of years and that's really been a great way because when you're running you're not really thinking about anything about except like the, the amount of distance that you need to run and getting back home and your mind is just able to just get clear um, and having a lot of conversations with my friends and family who I know I can just kind of like vent to um, it's a it's a really good way for me to like deal with that stuff and, and get it out there. Um, I took an assessment called the flight assessment a couple years ago and I got certified in it and it helped me like understand like my personality type and how I'm able to deal with certain situations. And that really helped me like understand, okay, this doesn't serve me. Let me get rid of that. I know how to move now in that, in this perspective. So um, just kind of knowing who you are and how you operate also helps too. Mine, um, I did not know it. Well, my 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 initial one is I'm very artistic, not autistic, artistic. I, I know right. I, it sounds it sounded great. Um, right. This is so um, similar. It's so whenever similar. um whenever I'm in in a mood or in a funk, and I haven't done it recently, um, only because I don't really have the time to do it. Um, I'm about one step lower than Rayshawn as far as having a lot on my plate. Um. I draw, I sit, I draw, and actually um, it's gotten to a point where um, I'm starting to get back into it, and now I'm getting my my daughter, she kind of follows right behind me, and she just sits, and she just draws. We'll put on YouTube, and we'll just kind of draw, and um, it's actually caused her to, she, she likes to sit, and she likes to draw, and it, beca it, it has become her kind, her, her happy place now. The only downfall is she's caused me a little more stress because she draws on every damn thing and she's a whole damn grown woman. I will kill her, but neither here nor there. Um, so like, uh, you know, when people come to my house, I'm, because um, I have more space now, I actually am able to put up my, put my drawings up to where they can be. A lot of them can be seen. Um, so that's, that's, that's my, that's my go-to place. When I'm when I'm in a mood and I just kind of want to be to myself, I'll go somewhere, leave me alone, draw, go away. Um, but also being um, being in um, in this podcast that I got thrown into, it's 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 been really shut up. It's been it's been cool because talking to different people because I don't being an educator, I don't really know too many people outside of education. So getting to um, getting to interact and talk to different people and from where because Rayshawn's um, background is 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 way more um, broader than mine is. It's kind of like okay, hey, this is cool. Oh, I'm learning new things about this and this. So it's that's that's a a, a very good um, reliever of stress because it kind of it it allows my brain to say, you know what. It can go a little bit further than just this little little piece of whatever I'm doing. So that you know that has been cool. Mm -hmm. So, so you stop that. Go um right up under right up under um Rodney. Rodney. Rodney yep. So Dap said avoiding triggers or letting those that you trust know your triggers could be advantageous. Uh, um. Um, hold on, I wait. I just lost it. Oh, <laughs> I, I got it. I was trying to find it too. You go. You got it. 
Yeah, Rita uh, said, I think how we help people is by opening yourselves up just because a friend hasn't called you. Why not call them? Just because they say everything is fine, probably probe them. Um, yes to therapy. Mm -hmm. When mine starts to go to those dark places, I like to turn on some music and dance it out. I love that. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. Rona said, I stay in prayer and I read a lot. Uh, G Money says he pray and exercise, box bar, heavy, and speed bag. And Manifest Mill says she mm -hmm. journals when she can. So how do you how do you become that friend that helps others? Like how do you remain the strong friend? Because a lot of us are. A lot of us is that tag, you're it. You're the person that keeps in touch and keeps the glue together for a lot of your friendship groups. Um, how do you stay the strong friend um, while maintaining your ish? And I'll just say it like that. How do you, because if you're the strong friend, who's strong? Who's the strong friend for you? Yeah. And a lot of times you don't have that depending on your your groups because they rely so if it's your friend group and tag your it jars you're the strong friend for that whole group but who's that person for jars gotcha um man that's a good question and I, I, it's just crazy i've just been talking about this topic ever since you sent me the message um i reached out to a really good friend of mine yesterday and i just was just talking to her like I think the strong person needs to realize like, okay, no one's gonna come to you, so you need to go to them. So you just gotta pick up the phone and be like, hey, you got a moment? I got some, I just gotta get this off my chest. And um, it helped out a lot. Like I have my brother, I, like I have a really like tight group of people who I know at any time, if I need to talk to them, they're gonna pick up the phone. Um, so just building that, that network of people that you know, like if I got something on me, they're gonna be there for me no matter what, um, and, and just like seek out people who are similar to you in that perspective. Like um, there was, there's one quote that I heard, if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. And I feel like it's the same thing when it comes to being the strongest person in the room. Like if you're the strongest person in the room, you need to get around some more strong people because iron sharp and iron, like that's just the way that it is. If you hit a tree with an ax over and over again, that axe is going to get dull after a while because you're hitting something soft. But if you start hitting that thing against another another axe or some, some metal, it might get chipped up, but it's going to stay sharp because you're hitting it against something that's on the same consistency as you. So you got you to gotta get around other people who are on the same level as you because it's going to help you get to the place that you need to be, be at. And then you can still also help out those people who may be softer than you, but you're still getting sharpened along the way. I think... Um... So you you mentioned continuously checking on and I had I think I had to I had to grow up and I had to realize that um some years ago I had um I had a really good friend we were in we were we were roommates um we 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 hung out and as we got older we had kids and she we we kind of grew apart she would um she didn't work she didn't work she was a stay-at-home parent and i kind of, and i was always working I, my thing was why do i always have to pick up the phone and call you you need to pick up the phone and call me like you don't have a job that you actually have to go into work well and it was it was always a back and forth a back and forth and i got to a point where i was like you know what screw it i don't even care anymore I don't need to talk to you. And I stopped talking to that person simply just because I felt they didn't pick up the phone enough to just call and check on me. And I never took it into consideration mm -hmm. to think that maybe they didn't pick up the phone because of whatever they might have had going on in their lives. And I needed to, you know, just kind of be that person to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be the bigger one. I'm going to sit. I'm going to listen. I want to let me know how your day was going or how your day is going. Because even though you're at home with your, your kids all day long, you still could be going through a, a whole lot of hell because, 
know, it's it's different. So I, it took some growing up and realizing that. But I mean, at this point now, the home moms, that's a whole nother struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Staying home with them kids all day. I should have sent her a care package every week. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother fiery <laughs> something. But I mean, I like I said earlier. I think from for some of my and I say some of my friend groups, it's the tag you're it, Rayshawn. I am that friend that reaches out. I am that friend that checks in. I may not have heard from you in a couple months. And so I'm just, hey, just you was on my mind. You ain't, you know, we ain't gotta have a full blown conversation because I'll just text you. <laughs> I don't need to talk to you. But are you good? Just checking mm -hmm. in on you. But I over the last I think like few years because I keep seeing it pop up on my Facebook like hey a year ago you said this or two years ago you said that and it's the same thing so it's like oh and it's been that, that check on your strong friends they need checking in too you know be that mm -hmm. don't just have that friend that always reaches out to you because it may be that day that they need somebody to reach out to them and I do have one I do mm -hmm. have a lot of friends. I do have a lot of friends. I do have a lot of people that do check in on me, but I do have one main person that is very consistent. It's like just checking in on you. Don't really want nothing, but just check in. Not the person you're thinking of, Jamie. Oh. <laughs> she ain't checking in. She just calling the bank about everything. But I do have somebody that just, they check in on me. And like right now, mm -hmm. I'm like, like she checked in on me. A a couple of days ago, and I'm like, I feel like you're the one that I need to check in on. You checking on in on me, but and and it did have that that light bulb. Like, oh, hold on, she's always checking in on me. When was the last time I checked in on her? And it's like, well, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. What's going on with you? And it prompts that conversation. And depending on what the day is, and everybody knows I am straight no chase. I if if the day is shit show for me, that is what I'm going to tell you. Like this today is shitty. This is how I feel. Yeah. But I'm all right. <laughs> but you do, mm -hmm. you know, as that strong friend, I am a firm believer that it's hard to ask somebody for help. It's mm -hmm. hard to to be open or vulnerable to others because you're used to the opposite. You're used to being that ear. You're used to being the one to give, um, give, that time and that energy to whomever that's reaching out to you but I don't know how you know like I think Josh you said the strong person has to reach out if they want help um I think that's the same thing with mm -hmm. like I feel different when someone like passes they have a definite family or something and they're like oh reach out to me if you need something how right. that's not their right. mindset that's not where they are so I to tell me to reach out to you if I need something, yeah. that is the last thing on my mind. Exactly. Like, think outside the box. Send them something random. Like, okay, I'm just going to mm -hmm. send food to your house. I'm just, you know, because if a person's going through something, the last thing they're thinking about is, oh, let me call, let me call. Yep. tell her, my kid ain't got no shoes and I'm stressed out, lost some job. All, you know, no one's thinking of that. So, but that strong person mm -hmm. is still because it's embedded in them, it's still going to remain that strong person. And I feel like we don't, as strong sure. friends, we don't um, do that at all. Like I could talk to G a thousand times a day, but she may not know. I mean, it's, she does know, but this is just an example. <laughs> but she may not know, you know, oh, dang, mm -hmm. she, she had a really rough day because, as somebody said earlier, I'm always smiling. Like, it's not like I'm the happy person. Um, so it's those strong friends that you got to, mm -hmm. I feel like you got to figure out and get to know that person and know that, you know, really know that person to figure out how to know what's what with them. If they had, if they're saying something or you're talking to them and it's like, okay, you don't sound right. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that was my right. Um, just checking the time. Okay. <laughs> Boy, Taryn's in here. What's up, Taryn? <laughs> Just saying hi. So, <laughs> what can? What's the challenge? Like, what can we tell? What can we tell people that are listening and watching to start doing to continue to do to be even if 
you're not the strong friend, how can you be the strong friend? How can you become the strong friend? How can you become the one that does the checking in, but pass the word on, this is what we need to do? Because I think it's a community issue. I think we, we need to all be doing the same thing because there's someone that needs that. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, it's just that day that I can't, mm -hmm. I don't feel like checking in. I'm in the bed. I went through a whole lot the day before, and I just want to be under my covers. And nobody's going to know that. But it may be that one text message that I get that's like, and, you know, we curse on here, so hopefully ain't no kids right there. But just like, hey, bitch, like, <laughs> what you doing? Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> like, because that's how my friends do. Like, my mm -hmm. friends would just randomly text, like, hey, bitch, what you doing? It's like, okay. You don't hear from me, and it's like, I ain't heard from you. What you doing? Or they call my husband because they're like, wish you. <laughs> Which is the very last reason. Very. Um, yes. But what can we, we share or tell those that are watching and listening? Read. Um, hold on, read. What we need to do. Hold on. Oh, Rita, Rita said, I, wait. I think if you know, I think if you know you, you have a close friend, that you feel you can talk to, they can push their issues aside to give you a moment in time. Trying to read through, trying to read through these colors. Oh, yeah, Not my best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for me, I would say the challenge, and this is what I do. Again, I can only talk from my perspective. Is the power of now, right? So. If God puts somebody on my heart and on my mind, I text them right away. Because I feel like when people are going through stuff, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. Like, it's just like that throwaway line to say. But it's like, I'm in the position now. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that no more. Because it's not, that's not real. Like, if someone pops in my mind, I text them. Yo, how's your day going? What's going on? Or I'll call them. Hey, what's going on? Like, like just, just, you, God put you on my heart. So I just wanted to reach out. Because I feel like God right. does not put people on my heart and on my mind for no reason. Like, there's a reason for it. And if I don't do it, then I'm not mm -hmm. doing what he's calling me to do. So, like, just do it. Like, it doesn't matter who it is, what time it is. Just shoot the text. Because they could be about to light their kids up because they did something crazy. And you just send in a text. Be like, yo, how's your day going? And they'd be like, these kids are getting on my nerves. All right, let's talk real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's let me like take you off the off ramp and put you back on the highway real quick. So you, so you'd be all right. So if the name pops in your mind, the person pops in your mind, just stop what you're doing. It only takes two seconds to send a text to say, Hey, I'm thinking about you today. God put me on, put you on my heart. How's your day going? And just let it be. And, and it could be exactly. And that's something that I know I need to do. Cause I'll say, I'll say to myself, Oh, for example, my, my cousin's on here and, always she she's always dang i need to call my my cousin and sharita rita i need to call my cousin i need to check on her and then i'll go do something else and forget that i have 10 10 days later weeks later she's hit me like uh bitch what's happening i ain't talked to you and i'm like damn i was supposed to call you my bad so i that's i know that's something that i need to to work on um just it's even just a text because my thing is like, oh, I'm thinking about you. It's eleven o'clock at night. What I look like soon? It's eleven o'clock at night. But I realize when I'm sending the messages now, I can send them. I can type the message because like I'll type a message to to Rayshawn and be like, uh, hey, such and such and such and such. But I'll schedule it to go the next day, so it's not you know it's not going that at that moment. And okay, dag, Sharita, Sherelle, thank you. I see you. Have fun. I'm going to call you. <laughs> I'm going to text you soon. We get off it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I, I know that's something that I, I, I need to be way better about because between Sharita and Rayton and my sister in law, those are my three people that I, that I would consistently talk to. And Two of them I, I, I haven't been so well with. But I love y'all. Yeah, because I just call by any time. I don't care. Yeah, if she up. don't answer, I'm calling her husband. If he don't answer, I'm calling the kids. <laughs> she do know the kids. All three of them. All three of them. <laughs> even, the, even the baby. Right. 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 Answer the, phone. the tablet, Gracie. Swipe. Swipe to the left. Swipe to the left. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I, I also would add that in this day and age, there's no excuse because with technology, we can reach and then everybody at this point. Now, go back to our teenage years and elementary school years. And I mean, you know, you had to find a payphone. But nowadays, there's no excuse. But I also think you need to, we need to be mindful of those that may need just a call, may need you to pop up. I, you know, and I have, it's taken, it's taken some time for me to realize, you know, I have one person in my world that I'm like, I, I had to grow up, you know, through the process and say, this person still needs you to reach out to them. Just because, you know, they're not reaching out to you and they're going through whatever they still may need to you to keep them connected you to you to reach out to them and check in on them and because we talked about the same person because she popped in my mind too potentially yeah (laughs) but you know right right. (laughs) but that you know even if you know sometimes Mm -hmm. people you know, whatever they're going through, they're 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 dealing with it however they, they, they can and they want to. It's their life. But they may just still need you to send that text and maybe they won't respond. Maybe that day they just can't. Maybe yeah. they're overwhelmed yeah. with a lot of stuff. But I think you if you're if that is a true friend and that's a person that you love, then you should continue to try to mm-hmm. constantly reach out and stuff. Um <laughs> especially when that person was that person was like the glue at one point in time that's the thing that gets me I'm like what the but on the other end (laughs) I think friends we need to also be um, open to being a positive ear but we need to be open to receiving sometimes it's hard it's like Mm -hmm. you may not be in the mood to hear what you know somebody is saying but just know that they're coming from a loving place you know you may have to be checked sometimes yeah. and i am one i'm fine i'm like call me out on my sh-. like if i am the worst like Gina was saying she wasn't talking to me yesterday and this morning but i didn't care i was like i love you i still called it was it was my fault that i wasn't talking to her i didn't read but i'm gonna blame it on her because she's younger than i am her eyes better than mine <laughs> but yeah you i think we have to it's it is hard, I guess. I don't. I don't suffer from depression. Um, I think we all have anxiety, but I don't mm-hmm. suffer from depression, so I can't, mm-hmm. you know, respond to that. Um, and I do probably feel like people that do suffer from depression is is easier to say, be be vulnerable, be open, and it's not. They're not going to do that. But we have to be. We have to be okay with hearing what we don't want to hear. We have to be okay with receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and our friends mm-hmm. have to be okay with, with listening. Because a lot of times we don't do that. We're quick to respond and give our opinions and all of that. But yeah. sometimes, sometimes it's great yeah. to just have a closed mouth and open ears. Yeah. Yep. God, get, God, get, God gave us two ears and one mouth. Exactly. Some awesome um, oh, my phone just did my phone really? I told y'all my phone would be going dead. So. I thought you said you can charge it up. <laughs> That's what I should have asked for for Christmas. Because I had this podcast open on that. Oh, reading the uh, chat. Rita said, and just because you don't talk for a while doesn't make doesn't mean they doesn't mean they don't love you. Time is flying, y'all. Look up. And it's another year gone by. You are so absolutely correct about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. Having, having yeah. hot conversations are important. Um, and hot stands for honest, open, and transparent. And uh, um, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine last night. And she, like, she pulled my card. And mm-hmm. I was like, I appreciate that. Like, I'm happy that you were able to notice that because because I needed to hear it because I, I know I s- struggle with starting stuff and not finishing. So I was like, no, this is great. Like, I appreciate you and you have the space 
place to call me out in my life. Like I invite people to do that in my life. And a lot of people don't like it because in my opinion, a lot of people tend to feel like they just aren't mature enough to like receive like, oh yeah, like I do got some stuff I need to work on. Like I'm not perfect. And it's okay not to be perfect. You know what I mean? We're all a work in progress. And I think the more people realize that, the better we'll be. We'll be. Like I still got a lot of growing up to do in all areas of my life. And if I strive to be a better person, then yeah, I got to get my cards full from time to time in order to be a better person. So um, having mm -hmm. those high, high conversations are important, super important. Um, one ad, one ad that I'll I'll plug in is check check on check on your 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 older folks. It, mm -hmm. it is we mm -hmm. we as the the children, as the grandchildren, as the nieces and nephews, we get so consumed in our young lives as young parents and things like that, that we forget where we came from most times. We get um, very consumed in our um, families, whether that's mom, dad, sometimes grandparents, and just your household, that we forget about the relationships we have outside of those circles. Um, and I say that because I am, like I said, I, I feel like I'm freaking Elmer's glue a whole lot of times. But it's just, that's just how I am naturally as a person. Um, but I, I talked to a second cousin, my mom's first cousin. Just, I actually had like an HR question that uh, I, knew the, I knew the answer to, but it was one of those, let me just call her just to chat and we can talk about HR stuff. Um, and it was just like mm -hmm. one of those, like, I needed to hear your voice today. Uh, I think they, mm -hmm. our older folks realize that we're older and we are branching, we've branched off and we have our, started our own lives and stuff, but let's not forget about them. I mean, I have my aunt on here. She just said pop up on me, Rayshawn, but she, I call her every morning. She don't answer, but I'm going to still call every morning and then I'm going to pop up because she moving near me so now she she definitely <laughs> and I pop up and want meals so and they like that <laughs> they like for you to come and eat uh but yes I definitely think make sure mm -hmm. you know check in on and those older folks they that those small things are things that that makes their day makes their yeah. week they don't ask for anything else they just mm -hmm. want that check-in uh, yes yeah. And even if it's just a phone you. call and you know, yeah. you know that phone call going to take a long time. So if you know that you got to drive to work, it's like, all right, time it, right? <laughs> call that granny or that auntie <laughs> while you're on your way to work because you know you yeah. it's like, hey, well, I got to get off the phone with you. It was so great chatting with you. It's 45 minutes. <laughs> but but it, it, it makes them feel great. They're not asking for you to buy them anything. They're not asking for you. A lot of them aren't even asking for you to, to see you. They just want to hear your voice. They just want to know that you, you've thought about them and you're taking time out of your busy schedule because everybody is so busy these days um, that you made time for them. And that's all they want. So that's my two cents. Mm -hmm. uh, was there anything else? I don't for anything else. <laughs> I got you. Manifest, Manifest Mail says she has an aunt that checks on everyone. And Rita says she doesn't ask for anything else, Sheena. So that's... I'm going to send it back scheduled. I'm going to tell you one thing. And this is... this. Somebody told me that's really bad, but everybody's my busy isn't your busy all of us have busy right put it in your calendar our phones are glued to us mm -hmm. let me say I, I will schedule in my calendar like you need to call your granny and i set reminders because i know if i mm -hmm. see that first reminder and i'm in a meeting that works like all right cool swipe but then 30 minutes later i'm off that meeting and it didn't beat again and now it's connected to my watch so you don't got no you don't have no choice like, all right, let me check, let me call her. But when I call, it's like mm -hmm. I'm at work right now, but I just want to check with you. That's it. 
So, but so, even even still, the phones will do it. it. Put it in your calendar. I'm gonna have, I'm, put it in your calendar. I'm gonna do it as soon as we get off. But even still, if like for example, when when you call me and I don't answer the phone, I think you called me the other day and I didn't answer the phone. About an hour later, reminder: call Ray. Mm -hmm. And it will do it until I dismiss it or so or I say I called you. Uh -huh. you didn't call I me back. So you dismiss, I, I dismiss you a lot. Uh huh. I realized I didn't call I you. Called back. you the, that's why I called you the next day. <laughs> <laughs> See how that works? You just I'm fine. You write me to the left. I'm gonna call you I'll again. Call you back. And if you don't answer, I'm I'm gonna text Mr. McCoy. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Jarris. Her Gina's husband went to Bowie with her. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's he, he in our same class. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dope. Dope. Yeah, she's That's old. why you don't know me. Hey, <laughs> he was gone when we got there. <laughs> I see a homecoming next year. <laughs> well, all right. We are exactly at our time. Look at that. Timely person. Um, so pretty much what we have concluded here is check on your strong friends and be that strong. Friend. Um, make sure mm -hmm. that you don't limit, um, who you reach out to, reach out to those that you love, reach out mm -hmm. to those that are just in your heart. Pretty sure everybody has about 500 people in their phones for whatever reason. Just reach out. Um, doesn't hurt. So I want to thank Jairus for joining us, our BSU um, friend. So thank you, thank you. It is um, good to always have a different perspective other than G and I. It is definitely. <laughs> this, was, this was amazing. Yeah. This was very informative and this was amazing. Yeah, anytime, thank yeah. you. Anytime, anytime, if you feel like you need another no perspective, if I'm available, I'll, I'll definitely jump on and if people are interested in anything I'm doing, you can just follow my, my IG page. It's jairus.win the day. You'll see golf stuff. You'll see inspiration and motivational stuff. You'll see, you'll see me being a dad and those, my kids. Those so amazing boys life, so. playing Back golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They love it. So, yeah, if your kids are interested. Oh, yeah. If you're in the DMV area, there's a free golf clinic for kids. It's at Top Golf starting on January eighth. I'm gonna post a link yes. on my Instagram and I'll share with you, Rashana, if you want your if you want your kids to be involved. So it'll be on Sundays. So yeah, free, like free. Awesome. Fans. Come on, Sh Take free to Sharae. So, yeah, and it's, it's a great and it's for kids, right? Yeah, yeah, for kids, but. The parents want glasses and stuff. We can, we can figure some stuff out. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna take Matt. I'm gonna get Tay, and then my cousin. Right, she got. Sure she got. Wasn't showing up for yourself. I mean, if I learn something in between it. <laughs> uh, ages is like from. But we in there. We in there, Sharita. Let's go. Yeah. That's our day, day time. Mm -hmm. There you go. Kids downstairs, y'all can go. They are older than <laughs> Awesome. I'll make sure I get everything from Jarris and we can share it on our IG page as well. But as Jarris said, um, what's your IG page one more time, Jarris? Awesome. And it's pinned right at the top of your mm -hmm. screen for everybody. Um, I'm just making sure I write it down myself. The way my break works. But make sure that you um, follow Jarris. He has given his IG page twice, so make sure you follow him. But most importantly, um, thank you guys for listening and tuning in and chiming in and giving us your feedback. We definitely appreciate it. Um, make sure that you continue to listen to the podcast. You can also download it and listen to it on your way to work while you are working out. I would say in the shower, but that may be a little weird to hear all three of our voices while you're bathing. Um, but in your free time, you know, you may, this, this, is, this may be some mental health that you may need. So whenever you are free and need need to hear something, then definitely make sure that you download the Realities Podcast. We are on all podcast platforms. Um, so wherever you get your music, download us. Um, and continue to share us with your friends and family for them to follow us. And of course, thank you guys for joining on this great Friday night. I know you could be anywhere else hitting the streets. A little too Put your hand with us. Thank you for joining us this Friday night. Jarris, thank you, thank you. Again. Thank you.
Cheers. You're All welcome. Right. Enjoy You're so welcome. the night. Appreciate it. Bye, y'all. Right. Guys. There's a heart that's waiting for you in the dark. You should know.